All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, Brent Wallace alongside Jason York, Bobby Ryan. We are all back in our respective positions. Uh, nice to see you back, Bobby. Also, uh, Yorkie, uh, you and I both in Ottawa with the ice storm that happened last night. Everything good with you? I know Alex, by the way, the show is a touch and go, but he fired up the uh, booster <laughs> from the car battery and we are up and ready. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm good. I'm surprised too, because where I live in Westboro, there's like wires everywhere and a lot of power is done but i don't know i guess i lucked out um i'm still good here so we got a show we had the in-laws stay last night uh because they were out of power and i'm on my seventh coffee so i am ready to fire up this show. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> or we'll call you kneeler uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lots of stuff to talk about today. Uh, we yeah. will get to our master's picks later. Uh, we've got, uh, obviously lock of the day with the Sens in Florida tonight as the season winds down. Uh, and I, oh, Bobby, you were supposed to talk to Brett Hall. Uh, did that transpire? Do you have any stories for us? I will be seeing him tonight. Uh, from what I understand, uh, we, so you guys got the ice storm and we got hammered again last night with, um, rain and winds and hail a little bit not too bad here but uh we had tornado warnings all night and oh. they all skirted us and, and hit more towards nashville so um not too bad the weather looks like we're going to be able to play the nine hole golf tournament tonight nice you nice, would nice. play regardless <laughs> oh oh rain or shine buddy <laughs> i'm out yeah. there no matter what i can see you <laughs> yeah you're inside a bulletproof I, cart just swinging with your arm out the door well, you know what? I, as long as I can, I have to wear mitts uh, between shots because I have no blood flow in any of my fingers thanks to hockey. So um, I, <laughs> I got to do the Ricky Fowler and walk down the fairway with mitts on, but I'm out there no matter what. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, well, good luck. Uh, we will expect on Monday uh, story time with Bobby and Brett Hall. Um, also, good happy ball. birthday, by the way, to Clark MacArthur, who's 38 today. Um, I'm still waiting oh, for you, Bobby, to bring him on the show. Yes. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. So, <laughs> I'm going to shoot him a text. So send right him now, a text. Actually, I... Say yeah. happy birthday and then get him to come on. 
I'll see how it goes. I'll get yeah, iced uh, for sure. He's not. Uh, <laughs> the one, I'll tell you for free. He's never coming on a podcast. Today, <laughs> today probably, today probably would have been the best way to get him because we could have tricked him. Because I know he's a big golfer. Hey, come on, we're just going to talk Masters, Clark. It's going to be all about golf. It'd be probably our only yeah. opportunity, right? Today, we had a chance. <laughs> oh boy! Monday, wrap up Masters talk. Oh, okay. All right, I'll see what I can do. Right. I'll give him a shot. Um, lots to talk about. I do miss covering. I did a few PGA Championships and uh, President's oh. Cup and some stuff. I do miss covering the uh, the major golf tournaments. They were a lot of fun for sure. Uh, I covered I the bet. one with uh, Mike Weir, who was in the final round, and then Sergio Garcia. If you remember, uh, Weir ended up blowing up in that final round, but Garcia's the the shot behind the tree at Medina, uh, where he. I guess emerges on the stage on the golf world. Uh, that was a really cool yeah. tournament to cover. Yeah, um, yeah that would have been anyway, unreal. Uh, we, uh, we move on. All right. Uh, I want to talk about the Carolina game a bit. And the reason is we didn't think Levi, or sorry, Levy Marilinen was going to be in goal. Ends up being in goal. I thought he played okay. Like, again, he's the seventh goalie now for the Ottawa Senators to play this season. That. <laughs> Uh, that sets a franchise record and is one off the pace for the all-time most goalies played in one season. Can they get eight? How many games left? Five games? Four games left? They can. We got we to get an e-bug in there now. I'm going to get to that in a sec because I got something to talk to you about. In, but, uh, Yorkie, you're about to say something about uh, Marilina playing, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not surprised he started. I, I have you listened to DJ's post game comments the last couple of games, Wally? Yes. Well, it's just like he's he's saying things without saying it. And listen, you don't have to be a rocket scientist <laughs> to figure out to rocket scientist to figure out. Cam Talbot struggled the last little while, and and that's what they brought him in to do was to be the veteran guy to hold the fort down. And when they had those meaningful games, and we talked about this last week when Bobby was on the show, came back. It's tough to come back when you're an older guy and you had injuries. It's it's the worst time of year to get hurt. Then he came back, didn't play particularly well. Now they're out of the playoffs. Uh, he's in the last year of his contract with Ottawa. If they want to potentially bring him back. Who knows? I think that ship has sailed. But I just think now the coaching staff is frustrated. That's clear. They they didn't get saves yeah. when they needed them at the crucial times of the season. And now when you hear him talk, he's like, well, we won because we got some saves at key times. Or the kid did well. He gave us a chance to win because he made a few saves when we needed them. And it's amazing. And we're gonna we'll see it. It come playoff time, Bobby and Wally. It's it's and we're that's what it is. It's about getting saves at key times, and they didn't get them. And so I, I'm not surprised Merrill yep. Ivan started because I just I wasn't sure if DJ would get. Because usually when you make a decision, it's the coach and the GM. Everyone's all on board. I, I thought they might go back to Talbot because they traded for him. But full marks for DJ. I, if it's me, I would have done the same thing. Hey, why why bother playing the guy, the other guy? Let's give this kid a chance, right? Yeah, and I think we're at that time of the year where the dagger's been put in and obviously the playoff hopes yeah. are out. Um, so it's like, you know, Talbot had a chance to stay and didn't, right? Uh, did not extend. So he's not a part of what, I mean, they're going to move on from him this summer would be my guess, right? So why play him? If, and if you don't have, if, if you don't have trust in him, really why play him? But now it's now it's time to look towards the future, which is why you're seeing guys like Sokolov come up, which I know we're going to talk about. But you're going to see players infused into the lineup that, are are possibly they're they're auditioning right they're auditioning for roles for next year and, yep. and want to leave this season on a on a on a good positive mark i think All i right, told this story enough. I, well well i think i told this story before and bobby will probably never in this situation uh i played until i was uh 36 or 37 in boston we were out of the playoffs as a young team and the coach came to me with like two months left in the season he's like you don't have to play anymore if you don't want to. Basically, <laughs> Dave Lewis, and I'm like, he's like, Yorkie, you're a great guy. Um, 37 years old. We're not making the playoffs. Um, why don't you just hang around with us coaches for the last couple months of the season? 
So basically, is that, is that what you did? I I I they, they even stopped bag skating me because I remember after practice and Doug Huda, who's a great guy, great coach, he ran the yeah. D for a long time. Hoods came, was Hoods at Detroit when you were there, Bobby? Yeah, man, one of my favorite people ever. Right, I absolutely love like that this, guy. This guy is one of the best assistant coaches in the National Hockey League, and Hoods would skate me. Yeah. But we we both knew I wasn't coming back next year, so he'd look at me. He's like. How many laps do you want to do today after practice? <laughs> Usually we'd do eight. And I'm like, Hoots, how about we split the difference? I'll do two, you do four, uh, you do two, and that's four uh, four laps in total. But no, what a and that's what it comes to. It's like you like you said, they're they're gonna move on from Talbot. And hey, listen, the, the season just didn't work out for him. He had a nice little stretch for a while, but but now, like you said, they're out of the playoffs. So Let's see what the kids can do, right? And that's what happened to me. It's you know, as an older guy, there's no sense of playing you. And mind you, I think Talbot will keep playing in the league. I still think he's got some uh, some juice left. But my situation, I knew I had new ju- no juice left. Hoods knew it, and uh, I think everybody in the team knew it. <laughs> it's a little bit, a little different situation. Oh, it's okay. So, uh, by the way, was that not Dave Lewis's like only year in the league as a head coach oh, or something? Listen. It was a disaster. Like Dave, Dave Lewis came into a Dave Lewis came into a situation where he had no chance to succeed as a head coach. He had came and I love Louie. I think he's a fantastic coach. He came from a situation in Detroit where you had veteran players that came from a winning culture. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to get them. You didn't have to motivate them. They they were there because they wanted to win. We had younger guys. We had uh, Zdeno Chera who had just arrived in Boston. It was his first year and he was learning how to be a leader. He had never done that before. So, and we had Mark Savard, Phil Kessel was a rookie. Uh, a lot of guys that had been in the losing culture in Boston for a while. So Louie got let go after the season. And we also had an assistant coach too, that was trying to, uh, he was trying to uh, kind of overthrow the coach without the coach. Uh, you know, one of those things where the assistant coach is trying to, do a few things to potentially get the head coaching job. And we all knew that too. And, and he got let go after the season too. You're going to so make me look this up. Basically a mess. Well, it wasn't hoods. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, uh, that would leave it to Mark Habscheid or Bob Essenza or Senza, I guess is how you say. Well, Bob uh, Essenza has been the, Bob Essenza has been the goalie coach in Boston <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So process of elimination on that one. There, there uh, you go. There you go. I uh, love Louie. What, what, what a great coach. Did, did you see Zidane Charas running the Boston Marathon this year? Oh, he's crazy. He's he's insane. Like the guy. Uh, how'd it go? He used. I well, I, he still has. He has to do it, but um, yeah. he said he's going to run the Boston oh, yeah. Marathon this year. And don't like when he was in Ottawa. He was training. He would do uh, legs of the Tour de France in the summer on his yeah, bike. Yeah, So he would just do them on his own. Like, that guy is a beast. Like, anyway, Bob, uh, Bobby's trying to process through his mind. <laughs> why, why, why would somebody want to do this? I just yeah. saw your expression. Like, I like, don't play golf. <laughs> like, no, so much he didn't like golf. Do. There's you so know, many activities. <laughs> None of them are biking you, legs of the Tour de France. <laughs> do you know Biggs, Bobby? Do you know Bobby? Do you know Biggs at all? Do you ever met him? No, not from. We had conversations on the ice, and then in that playoff series, oh. him and I spent a lot of time together in front of the net. And yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, oh my God, my, you guys should have seen my back. I was just praying for a new back after that series. But um, I've always had a ton of respect for him. And one time, we're, we're you know getting on and he's getting on in age or whatever and he looks over at me off the you know face off dot and gives me a tap and says hey oh no <laughs> what do you want he said send me a stick after the game i said oh, oh no problem okay does that mean you're gonna leave, leave me alone when i when i venture back to the net front <laughs> so, no i don't know him I've, I've never heard a bad word about the guy though everybody loves him uh, i loved him i loved him Did- like he's he was this guy is totally different cat than I am. Like he was taking his realtor's license. Well, he's one of those guys that's always trying to better himself, going to school, um, doesn't drink, uh, only eats healthy foods. 
and works out twice a day during the hockey season. And he's a wonderful, wonderful guy, but um, you know, self-made guy too. When you, well, you know his story. We all know his story. He was a throw-in. Like he, he, he was laughed at his first couple years in the league. Like he would, guys were laughing at him, but the guy just works. And I, this story has been told all the time. I watched it. I sat beside the pull-up bar when he did that test and did 39 pull-ups for, for funsies and basically stopped and said, that's good. 39. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> at six foot nine, full extensions, chin over the bar, and basically got bored and said, ah, that's enough. It's crazy. That's incredible. Can you imagine? That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, I used to, I, yeah, it's so, crazy. Uh, Bobby, I just want, what's it like to go into the corner with Zdeno Chara? Like, you're a pretty big guy. You're 6'3", 200, whatever. Uh, did, like, explain to me what it's like to be in the corner. For him, it, it's like if he gets you in that, in I, I, you call it the bear hug, right? If he gets you in that trap, you're not moving. You're not going anywhere. Um, the only chance you have is to be first on the puck and to be able to have one kind of escape move already planned. Because especially at, as he got older, his feet weren't the same, right? Um, there, there was opportunities to beat him. And I actually got the better of him a few times during the series, knocking him down and stuff. And I remember coming off and I was like, I don't think he felt that. Even though he went down, I don't think he felt that. And my whole body hurts. <laughs> so um, it's just, there's, there's certain guys, and there's a few other around the league that when you go into the corner, you just know if your feet aren't moving, you're, you're done. He's just going to pin you and wait for help. And, um, and they just have a certain level of strength that is unmatched him. You know, Racco Gudis was another one. Doug Murray was another oh, one for yeah. years. Um, you know, some of those guys wrap you up and you're just, you're just waiting for the next guy to come along and hope it's your teammate and not one of his picking the puck up. <laughs> just try to kick it one way Douglas, or the other and move on. Douglas <laughs> Murray. It was always, that. it was Doug, Douglas Murray for some reason. He was Swedish, but he was Douglas Murray. Every time I watched him play, I'm like, he looks like like a skating grizzly bear on ice. Just big, massive guy. And let's, yeah, he would just bear hug guys all game long. Where did the Douglas come yeah. from, Wally? I don't, you know what? That's probably on his passport. That's Douglas what it Murray. is. Good Swedish boy. There's a few of those guys around the league. Like, it's always Steven Stamkos. It's never Steve Stamkos. Yeah. There's like, there's a yeah. few of them that you're like, why don't you? Anyway. Um, Okay, uh, I'm trying to get this show back on the rails. Uh, back to goaltending. Uh, and I do, like, I have more Zidane Ochara stories, but we'll save them for another day. Is yeah, Me too. Can you guys tell me, well, first, uh, if I were to say the name Mark Sinclair, does it ring any bell to either one of you fine gentlemen? Unless he's on my iPad playing the Masters, I have no idea who he is. <laughs> Bobby's watching right now too. Hey, you got you have a you have a little yeah. iPad off to the side right now, don't you? T Tiger's in the bunker on eighteen right here, greenside. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like uh, so it'll just no, be Yorkie and no I idea. for the next five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. I got my. Uh, no, we're good to go. On, by the way, um, Sinclair. So, he's a goal. He's a goalie. Yeah. Okay. He's in the he's he, in the Sens system. He made his NHL or sorry, his AHL debut last night. 41 save yeah. loss in a one nothing shootout loss to Cleveland. 27 years old. He's been battling, finally gets his shot. Great great story. Do we know how many between the two of you? How many goaltenders now have the Ottawa Senators used between Belleville and Ottawa this season in total? So seven in Ottawa. Um, thir 12. 15. They have used 13 goaltenders. Uh, they've used 10 in Belleville this season. Uh, it's wow. just, it's crazy. And if I asked you to How name them you? all, you couldn't, but like, that's. How mad are you if you're Mark Sinclair, though? You get you get you get your first shot at twenty seven. You save forty one, and the boys hang yeah. a goose egg. <laughs> that's a tough yeah. night. <laughs> like that's you're just hoping everybody's looking at the game footage and not the record because I'm. I, yeah, he did. He made some great stops, but like forty one. Antoine Bebo, Luke Richardson, Ryan Bednard, Luke Parasini, uh, Logan Flodell, 
and Mark Sinclair have all played in AHL this season. Then there's Marilinen, Mandelize, Dylan Ferguson, Mad Sogard have played in both. Uh, Magnus Helberg, Anton Forsberg, and Cam Talbot have played in Ottawa this season. It's a wild number. I've, this is the most I think I've ever seen Ottawa have to go through. I don't know how you find all these people. <laughs> it's been crazy. Yeah, it, that's crazy. a ridiculous amount. Um, anyway. what, what's the fr- Outside of goaltending, what's the franchise record for jerseys worn in Ottawa Senators history in a season? Was it the year that I was there? Remember, it was a ridiculous amount of guys that were coming through. It was wild. Yeah, so at one yeah. point I was trying to track that just because – it, I, I think there were 40 some skaters. So like That's, Bobby, yeah. your last three years, if I'm not mistaken, or somewhere between your last and the last two, whatever, Ottawa led the league in the amount of players it had used. And it was over during a three year period, over a hundred skaters. And I think 12 goalies or somewhere in there. Don't quote me on that at the moment, but yeah, that's, yeah. uh, it was wild. I remember you asked me about it in the media and I was like, I'm not saying anything because a lot of these guys came up for a game or two and you met them and wished them luck wherever they were headed next because it was just, you know, and I, it's like, you can't say that. So you just got to say as an older guy, you're here to help them and support them. And, you know, you owe it to them to be playing hard every night and finishing and whatever, but that's where the guys are right now. And it's, it's, it's not fun when you just have guys in and out that are running around and um, it, yeah, it, it was a crazy couple of years there. Crazy couple of years. I just, I can't imagine, like, what do those players feel like? Well, I mean, they don't look at it any other way than they're getting a shot, right? That's all they look at it as, is, I mean, I'm getting a shot to play in the NHL, regardless of what this team's going through. And then, and then probably, you know, guys from the coast, guys from the American League, guys coming in on waivers, whatever it might have been for a little bit there. They're like, hey, this is an opportunity to play in the best league in the world. And, and you do have to support them in that but at the same time the guys that have been around the league are going this is this is unbelievable <laughs> what we're ha- what is happening right now <laughs> it, yeah you know what it was something you know I'm trying, unbe- which year was that 17 18 i think it was uh, yeah i think 16, so 17. i remember sitting with boro one time and boro and i were like there is nobody left from our team and it's been <laughs> nine months <laughs> like, we have nobody from last year. You know, we got down to the guys that nobody wanted. Me and a couple other guys making money. You're counting. Keep going. 27. Yeah. 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, oh. 34, 35, 36, 37. Oh, my. 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, <laughs> 43, 44 players, uh, including Johnny Oduya. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh there was some uh yeah that's wild i love Meg. that was patrick seal he was a great he was a great dude pay rb love that guy really he was he was yeah, really well, talented he was talented too hey eh? like i always thought he was talented. oh yeah yeah he was highly talented coming out and, and into the league but just didn't yes. find the offensive instincts but um he scored some goals that year too for us but Six. i remember yeah, I got along with him really well. He was a he was a guy that I was around a lot in the locker room, and I really enjoyed. Um, but he spoke his accent was so bad because he was from Southern um, Sweden as opposed to the rest, Sweden. and I guess they have a dialect like Newfies do that nobody could understand yeah. them in English or <laughs> Swedish. So we started calling him Oatmeal. <laughs> so his nickname was Oatmeal, and um, even the coaches caught on to it. So <laughs> it was, it was one of those ones that he was just a guy and he took it all in stride, but I loved him. One of my favorite guys, um, that I played with actually. Really? Yeah. Loved Oatmeal. Him. Oatmeal. Um, Mark Crawford walked up to him one time. Him and I were in the, uh, we were in the pregame snack room getting ready and he's, he's actually scooping a bowl of oatmeal and Crow walks by, goes, get some oatmeal, oatmeal, like just so quickly. And, like, <laughs> and he's got the ladle in his hand. He puts the ladle down. He's like, the fucking coaches too. <laughs> it was so great. I, was like, I can't, I, Bobby, it. I can't, I, there's the old saying, hey, you never met a bad Swede. I, of all the Swedes, I can't say that any of them I played with, like, ah, I don't really like that guy. They were all good dudes. Like they're just super laid back, good yeah. dudes. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, they, I, I mean, I'm trying to think, I, none that I didn't necessarily get along with or enjoy really they were all pretty good guys mm-hmm. oh hey yeah. magnus Speaking of, sorry i had just some news from bobby it's not gonna like not right now it's totally off oh. topic 
Will Is Zalatoros. this Masters? Will Zalatoros withdrew. What the? F- what? No. He withdrew. I got him in every pool. <laughs> He's out. I got him in every pool. Wally, for all you all you Masters people, Zalatoros, one of the favorites, withdrew. Are you kidding wow. me? I had him too. That's tough. What's this world come to? All right. Who's right. this show brought breaking, to you by, Wally? It was breaking news. That was breaking. <laughs> that was breaking news. Okay. All right. Here, so you know what? Then um, I'll get to Magnus Priory later. All right. This show. Uh, I don't even know anymore. We're not even close to where we're supposed to have started the show. Uh, it's presented by Botano. Uh, and if you have Will Zalatoros in your master's pool, you're screwed. Uh, go to botano.ca. Download the app. Uh, same game parlays. Lots of live betting. Uh, use Bet Builder as well. Plus, uh, there's usually a sign-up uh, welcome bonus, if you will, up to $500. The game starts now with Botano. We're proudly uh, sponsored by them. Uh, we will get to our Masters picks, uh, well, maybe sooner than later if you two keep talking about it. But that's coming up in a bit. Let's see what's next. I just I just got a text from a buddy watching, them, watching our show, and he said, this is the best one you guys have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> was it clark yeah. is it Mike? no no <laughs> or Grizz, not a hockey uh, guy not a hockey guy but exactly, it was great just the guys exactly. supporting the show uh, all right i'll, I'll take pro. this one uh, you go go oh, ahead you're taking this one all right all right as no, always I'll, this show I'll held together the... really you're doing bi we'll fight over it yeah, yeah i'll do the show today is held together by masters coverage uh, the power company that made us work and Renfrew Pro available at all major retailers and RenfrewPro.com. And you can follow them for free tape Fridays at Renfrew Pro on Instagram, specifically designed for today's composite hockey sticks. They use available quality, excuse me, polyester and cotton material with an advanced adhesive formulation to give you long lasting play available in a variety of colors and patterns available at all major retailers and the one with the green core, the best one in the game. And if you go to RenfrewPro.com and sign up, you can get 10% off your first order uh, if you'd like. Nice. Renfrew Pro. Who doesn't Always like holding 10%. one back from us. Hey, who doesn't <laughs> like? Uh... All right. Uh, big thanks to uh, BEI, uh, Bonisher Excavating. Uh, they're hiring right now. I guess we got to keep saying this because summertime's coming. People are looking for jobs, laborers, mechanics, concrete structure team, quality control technicians. Uh, I can't even read the website because I don't have my glasses on. You'll have to do that later. So uh, big thanks, BEI. Thank you. <laughs> How do you not know BonisherExcavating.com by now? By the way, uh, I I slow down know. in construction zones on the highway as the uh, construction will now be starting to pick up as uh, summer rolls along here. Well, we don't, might not ever get summer based on the weather. However, uh, give them a call, 613-432-1120. 23 next week, 23 degrees next week. You see that? <laughs> okay. You're probably on some vacation with you and Raphael. No, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Sick of flying okay. through Toronto, uh, Pearson. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, Magnus Pajarvi, uh, if you guys don't remember, uh, the 10th overall pick at the World Juniors, which was in Ottawa that year, uh, he made the comment of uh, the Canadians will shit their pants, basically, when they faced off against Team Canada. And so it drew lots of attention towards him. Of who's this kid think he is? Um, it was, But it was a great clip. I, I just loved his attitude. He had great swagger. Did he have that same kind of attitude when he came to Ottawa, though, Bobby? Only because he'd been kicked around for a while with Edmonton and whatnot that uh, I don't know if it affected yeah. his confidence. He he had confidence in his game, um, but he had I think he had been humbled a little bit by the rigmarole of bouncing a bit and and not really, yeah. I guess becoming the offensive threat that you know was touted as. But um, really, you know, I think it's hard sometimes for guys to be accepting of a different role when you have scored your entire life and have been a you know a, a top ten pick, whatever it might be. He fit in really well with our group, um, accepted right from the get-go that he was going to be a third-line guy that got elevated at times. And, um, like, honestly, one of the most enjoyable locker room guys, always always bright, always excited to be there, um, never really had a bad day. Um, so, I, so hmm. no, he, was, he, he wasn't he was shaken by it, but he had some confidence, but he understood what he was going to be in the league at that point. All right, I'm going to put okay. a timer um, on. I'm putting, I'm putting a timer on my phone to see how long we're going to talk about Magnus Pyarvi. <laughs> We're done.
We're moving on. We're moving to on. Someone else. Thank God. Uh, settle down. People like to hear the stories of players who played here. So people want. If you don't like people it, want you can just... people want masters updates today. That's what they want. No. Trust me. No, they don't. So <laughs> uh, we're speaking of somebody trying to get a shot uh, in Carolina the other night. Igor Sokolov got his first of the season. That's his ninth NHL game that he was uh, called up to play. Uh, he needs a contract for next season. So this is clearly, he's trying to show what he can do. He leads Belleville with 19 goals this season. Um, he, by the way, needs one more in Belleville to set a new career high in the AHL. He's like, he's got 130 points in 166 games. He's done pretty well uh, playing in Belleville. Um, the problem is getting him a spot in Ottawa. He played 7 712 or 741 the other night. Uh, that's not going to let you see very much uh, ice time or let you see or show what you can do. This is tough. Where do we think of Igor Sokolov's game? Uh, Yorkie, I'm going to start with you. Well, I was laughing because people are trying to evaluate how he played. Well, his, his boots look kind of slow. He didn't really do that much. I'm like, well, what do you think he's going to do? The, the Ottawa Senators had like six minutes of penalties in a row in the first period. He's probably wired up to play the game to go out and show what he can do and then sits his ass on the bench for probably, you know, with with stop time. He was probably in a seated position for 15 straight minutes of that first period between going over those reviews, all those stupid penalties. So it's unfortunate. Like he's getting a look right now, but he's not. What are you going to do? He's, in, he's an offensive guy. I know they tried to put him on a line where he could succeed, but with all those penalties, he had very little hope of, of showcasing anything in that game. And I, I think he's, he's, he's going to be in tough to try and make this team next year or two or, or have a future with the Senators. Because if he's a guy that puts up points, well, he's not good enough to do it with the Ottawa Senators. And is he going to be a bottom six? Probably not because he doesn't, at least for me, doesn't look like an energy type of player. So it's tough. It's, it's, that's the thing. You, you just, you don't want to be a tweener. And, and again, it's, yeah. uh, what are you going to do? He, he just, he just didn't get, he's not going to get a good enough look here down the stretch to really show what he can do. I, I agree with everything you said there. Um, and and to what Wally said beforehand, in seven minutes, you're not you're not <laughs> in the game. You're not. I mean, you don't. You have zero feel for the pace because you're going out every fifteen minutes, whatever it might be. You get you get the penalties, and then I don't know how much power play time you got. I actually did, I missed that stat, but at the same time, it's very hard to Buck go out thirty four in a power play. Yeah, see, and that but that's that's hard to do as a power play guy because that's where I think he he might be able to find a role within the league, and it's hard to play power play only. Um, because you, you need to be able to touch the puck and feel like you're around the game. And when you get that taken away from you, probably had a lot of Red Bull in the system and then sat for 15 straight minutes <laughs> watching penalties. Um, it's just, I, yeah. And it, like, I feel like, and I, I feel like it was just kind of a disservice to him. I would like to see him get some elevated ice time down the stretch, but I, you know, yeah. what Yorkie said makes I think he might be a tweener and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. You can make, you can make a nice living out of that and playing, you know, in the American league and getting your guarantees and some games here and there. But I just think yeah. that's, that might be what he is. And you know, it's, it's he's not an he, energy guy. How, how old is he right now? Wally, what's Sokoloff as far as age goes? Oh, 20. He's I mean, oh, a, I don't know. I'll pull 24? it up in a second here. It's yeah. Um, so what, what ends up, what ends up happening with guys like that who who put up points in the American League and and get lots of points they start getting calls from Europe now and yeah there's some pretty attractive offers over there like you can go over and play in the role that you're best at as an offensive but, guy in Europe make some good money get your car paid for get your house paid for and live a very good life i actually think the smart guys that have a good business sense of where they are as players make that decision early and they go over there and they have a very good living. It's just tough. Anyone that's a competitive guy has got to the NHL because they're a competitive guy, and they want to prove that they can be in the NHL because it's the best league in the world. But your career lasts so long, only so long, where it's 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 
not that it's tough to be in that position because you're still playing hockey, and you're getting paid. But the point is, it's tough. And there's just so many guys that are the best players from where they came from, and they end up being tweeners because you just yep you don't do it better. You don't do it better than the other guys. So. Um, and it's no fault of DJs and the coaching staff that he played seven or eight minutes to, to Bobby and I's point. It's just yeah. a very, it's a very unique situation the Senators are in right now. Yes, they're out of the playoffs, not technically, but pretty well. But they still have to want to win games here because everyone's still auditioning for the new ownership group. So you you don't want to start playing guys to just give them a chance for their future because your future is on the line too. So there's it's 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 not a normal circumstance here for what's going on with the Ottawa Senators and I think Sokolov just bad timing for him but uh, hey we'll, we'll see what happens you never know you never know but you talked about going to Europe for guys that though want to play in the National Hockey League that's a tough well you guys tell it's me tough. that's a tough decision to make right it's, it's tough to give it's, up it's tough. basically on your dream I'll give you I'll give you a great yeah. example I'll give you a great example I played with a guy named Glenn Metropolit. He's actually a great story. He grew up, he a great guy. I played with him in Lugano. He, uh, his stories, I don't, I don't know if you guys read about his story. It's unbelievable. Grew up in the projects in Toronto. Had to borrow a pair of skates to play junior C and then junior B. He ended up grinding it all the way up to the NHL and made it. Um, and then he made the decision to go over to Europe while he was still kind of in the NHL. But he went over to Europe and made a lot of money and was the best player on our team in Lugano, MVP, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, he still ended up coming back to the NHL because it's just it's hard not to want that. To your point, Wally, it's it's really tough. And uh, when you get over to Europe, too, the refereeing just sucks. <laughs> you get yeah. in the games and you're like, what have I got myself into here? These like, We're talking about how bad the refing was for the Sens last game. Try playing a game oh. in the Swiss League, then you'll see some bad refing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. I just think, um, especially at twenty, did we did we find out if he's 24, 25? 22. He'd be twenty three in June. Uh, he's okay. still he's still so young. this is the, he's got time. Um, yeah, and I I doubt that he's but he does really really entertaining. But it was the thing I, I doubt that he's really entertaining it yet. He's probably thinking I can still play in EA for a few more years before I go over there at twenty five. And, and chase this a little bit further. The only thing I would say is that it's very rare players go over there and then come back. Um, a lot of guys go over there and realize the money is good enough and the, the lifestyle is good enough. And I only have to play weekends and yes. I'm there part time, basically. It is yes. appealing. I've got I've got a ton of friends that have done it. Um, Brett Festerling is a guy that went over to you know hopefully for a few years and come back. And he said, you know what? I got my German passport and I stayed here and I I actually lived here most of my career and played ten plus years over there. So the so the guys that go and then on top of that, unless you're putting up numbers in a in a league like that that it, that are beyond the pale, you're not going to earn a one way out of there. That's very rare. You're going to earn another two way and you're in the same position yep. you left in, right? So it yep. um. Yep. The the one person I talked to about going recently, well, not recently, but Christian Willannon, he said, I'll never go. I'm never going to give up on it and had a great, like great story this year, lit the American League up and earned himself a one way for the next couple of years in Cal uh, in Vancouver because of it. So credit to guys that stick yeah. it out. And I think that Igor probably should. I think he should stick it yeah. out for a few yeah. more years. I, I can't imagine the mental grind of guys who are on the cusp of making it or who have been top two round picks kind of thing. And they're there, or they've been told they're going to make it and they're struggling of how tough that is to grind it out in the a or wherever to get to the NHL. Yeah. You gotta, gotta be you gotta, like, I don't know. You gotta be, we talked about this, Bobby, you and I talked about this a while ago about why guys have success that score goals. Cause it's like, they don't really care. But they do care, but they don't. You almost got to have that. You almost got to do when you're in the minors, because I was there for three seasons. You got to enjoy it while you're there and just not not kind of think about things, because if you do, yeah. you'll drive yourself crazy. <laughs> you'll drive yourself yeah. crazy. You'll end up you'll end up drinking way too much and uh, and uh, probably hurt yourself a lot more. But if you just go down there and have a good time, and kind of have a carefree attitude. It's amazing how many 
times it works out for those types of personalities versus the guys that are pouring over their stats grinding always you gotta you gotta turn it off when you leave the rink but easier said than done for a lot of guys easier said than done I'd be really interested to see how uh, that league runs now compared to where the way it did in 2006 and yeah. seven when I was there. Cause that, that league ran, ran on red wine and espresso. And I, I, get, I get the sense <laughs> that that's not the case anymore. <laughs> well, in, it in, was, uh, <laughs> in the, in the nineties, early nineties, Bobby, it ran, it ran on Coors Light and chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I, I mean, it's gotta be different now because players are just way more in tune with their bodies and, and aware, but, um, <laughs> We used to play, I'll never forget, Kevin Denis did one of the best things ever. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, oh. religiously in Portland, Maine. And you would get that Sunday. It was like a two o'clock game in Lowell or wherever it would be. And you'd get home. And Dino calls us in one time. He said, we're practicing tomorrow. And I was like, we won. <laughs> what do you mean? He said, just trust me. We're practicing tomorrow. So he brought us in Monday morning. It was a 25-minute flush practice. Hey, guys, I'll see you guys Wednesday. The shade of the light is green because he wanted to give us extra time off going into the next three <laughs> and three the weekend after. But um, it's just a weekend league. And then, you you know, and then, you know, if you don't have families and you got way too much time on your hands, you can get in some trouble. So I, I would be interested to see. I'm guaranteeing it's changed a little bit. Oh, I'll tell you, I, 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 had, I had this guy, Barry Melrose, who I loved. And we won the, we won the Calder Cup with Barry. But if we were on a road trip and we swept the road trip on the way back on the bus, that bus was pulled over at the side of a road and he would stop at one of the local establishments and the whole team went in to have a drink together. <laughs> and maybe there was some dancing going on on the stage. And then uh, we got back on the bus <laughs> and we drove back to Adirondack. <laughs> this show is we Wally's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Speed uh, just made a bomb at six for birdie. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I always stop at Rigo on my way to Montreal. I think that's closed now. Is it? Oh, all right. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm moving on. Are we? I'm moving on. That Move is on. Uh, the season winds down. Uh, I was supposed to bring this up very much earlier in the show. I want to get your opinions on who is the Sens MVP this season. So I, I basically gave you four options, which I think are the most obvious. Uh, and shockingly, there are no goaltenders on the list. Uh, Jake Sanderson, Tim Stutzla, Claude Giroux, Brady Kachuk. I think that's all pretty fair. Um, so, Yorkie, you are the senior. Uh, I'm going to let you pick or tell me who you think the team MVP is this season. I already thought about it. I'm going co-MVPs, Tim Stutzla and Brady Kachuk. I would give them both the award. Um, they, to me, just because they're both such different players, but I think they have both, um, to me, a step above the rest. And no disrespect to Claude Giroux because he's been amazing as well, but from start to finish, Brady yeah. and Tim Stutzler are my co-MVPs. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I, I like that. I'm going to... Yeah. I'm taking Stutzla, um, but if I'm Stutzla, I'm handing the award to Giroux, and not not for the play on the ice, but I think his fingerprints are all over the year that Stutzla's had. Um, just by you know, we talked about the interaction last week, but I think that um, I, I think that Stutzla's evolved as a player, um, and and probably as a as a young man in the room because if he's got a guy like Giroux to bounce ideas off of things like that, so. Stutzla for the on ice, but I think Giroux has got fingerprints all over it. See, I yeah, I'm tempted to lead towards Claude Giroux. A, um, his second 30 goal season of his career, but it's his off ice, right? It's the way he makes everybody around you better. He's got a 58% face off percentage. He takes all the D zone draws if you look uh, where his numbers are, um, but it's. I think he makes everybody on the ice better who he plays with. Does Tim Stutzla have yeah. this season playing yeah. alongside Claude Giroux or playing alongside Drake Batherson? And I think actually, it's Claude Giroux. I, I just think he I'm, makes I'm, everybody better. I'm changing. I'm actually going I'm going solo Brady to be more definitive here. <laughs> <laughs> and get away from us. Well, just because I don't want to be a fence sitter here. I'll tell you why. The game he plays, he fights he finishes every single hit. He takes draws. Yep. He's scored. What's he got? 35 goals now, right now? He scores. 35. He plays. The minutes Brady Kachuk plays are hard, hard minutes. So I yep. just, to me, we talk about it all the time. He's a unicorn, right? How, how many guys in the league right now? are doing what Brady Kachuk is doing night in and night out. This guy had a fight at center ice in Madison Square Gardens against the New York Rangers captain. And then for good measure, didn't he score the overtime winner as well? Like this. Yeah, he did. Hey, listen, yeah. I, I'm, I'm the biggest Tim Stutzler supporter. But the more I think about Brady and what he brings to the table and the leadership as well. And I'll talk about the off ice. Going out with the team when you need it. Singing Mr. Brightside at the bar. Like, come on. Who else is who else is doing that? Who else is buying shooters for the entire bar? So yeah, he's got a touch of old school in him. Yeah. He's got a touch it's, of old it's school. It's valid. Which I love. Goals, old school, fighting at center ice in Madison Square Garden. He's my MVP. Eddie Shore. Yeah, I, I have no it's, problem it's, with that. I don't I, I don't think you can go wrong on those two. Um what I like about with the position that it, this creates for Brady is that he is not – and, and a lot of nights he can be, but he's never going to be expected to be the best player on the ice. What he's always going to be expected to do is drag guys into the fight, and that's why he's your yeah. captain. That's why he's your leader. He will do that. Stutzla is going to have to be the best player on the ice, and I think offensively a lot of nights this year he was. So I'm, gonna, I'm just edging towards Stutzla from, from that side of things, but you cannot go wrong with either one of those guys. Yeah, you can't. The interesting thing about Brady Kachuk, and maybe this is the reason why uh, he's not picked right away, is we just expect it from him now. He's expected yeah, to be tough. that guy, right, that's back-to-back -back 30 goals, back, he fights or does whatever he has to on a nightly basis. I, The poll we put up on uh, our chat, I may surprise you, uh, Brady Kachuk got the least amount of votes. So Claude Giroux, uh, I don't know if it's done yet, but 39%. Followed by Tim Stutzla at twenty nine percent, Jake Sanderson twenty one, and Brady Kachuk at eleven percent. Why didn't so anybody what... mention Jake Sanderson? Because they just he's getting the Rookie of the Year, and yeah, you he, make he's an not going for... to get it, but he should. Well, in the eyes of the Sens fans, and the and and if anybody that's actually watched hockey this year and compared all the rookies, it's people would think the same. But uh, here, hey, here's one. Um, Claude Giroux gets the Marc Messier Leadership Award. Uh, Tim Stutzla gets the Player's Most Outstanding Award. And Brady gets the MVP. Everyone's happy all the night. <laughs> everybody gets, yeah, everybody gets a trophy. Isn't Everyone's happy. Because that's, that's, hey, that's the way the world is right now. Anyhow, right? Everyone, yeah. everyone, gets, yeah. everyone gets a trophy in today's world. <laughs> gotta be fair. Gotta be, gotta be fair. Interesting. Yeah, well. 
be f- the fact that the Ottawa's not making the playoffs to win four major awards would certainly be interesting. Uh, we're moving on. And that's uh, the poll is almost done, but so far, uh, oh, Tim Stutzla is now in front at 37%. Um, we're going to go to lock of the day. Uh, we, we'll start with the Masters. You want to start with the Masters? Will that make you guys happier? Yeah, sure. Yep, all, we of should. course. All right. Uh, lock of the day is our Masters pick now. Uh, go to botano.ca, of course. Download the app. Sign up today. Uh, quite easy to actually sign up. Uh, get you set up and ready to go. I made a mistake the other day. I wasn't paying attention. I bet on the Sens to win in Carolina. I forgot that it was a 7 o'clock start, and it was 7.26 made the bet and then I realized that Carolina was in front one nothing. But I still I still hung out for the Sens to win. Anyway, I lost my $10. Uh, all right. <laughs> Here's the top 12 uh picks before the round started today. So Roy, Rory McIlroy is the odds on favorite going into this one um to win this thing. Well, I actually tied with Scotty Scheffler. Uh Bobby, you are much more into this than I think I am. So uh, you go first. And who, <laughs> before the round started today, who were you picking? I liked I liked two, but I edged towards um, one one guy, and he actually had himself a nice round today. Um, Xander Schauffele. He's just he's he's always in the mix, but he never seems to find a way. And I just felt like um, I actually, I wrote him down because I, I wanted Rory to win. I always want Rory to win his first green jacket. I just don't know that this is the course for him. And uh, Xander was my guy because of the short game and all around putting. So I, I wrote him down and that's who I'm sticking with. I think he ended up like three or four under today. So he's right in striking distance and hope he, he was good on the weekend. Was it two years ago? Um, very good on Saturday and Sunday. So he's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, Your I team. heard there was bad. I heard there was bad weather coming into Augusta. And one of the best bad weather players, Shane Lowry. So I was taking him based on rainy, bad conditions. He had a good finish last year, too. I think he was top three at the Masters. And uh, so I I had Lowry if it was going to be shitty weather. I also like John Rahm. I thought Rahm has always been in the mix there. Um, Everyone's picking Shuffler, but it's so tough to win this two years in a row. So I had those two guys. It was... was, uh, it was Lowry and Ram. So it's what's interesting about this is that that weather, because it's such, and you guys, I mean, you guys know, you go early wave, late wave, or late wave, early wave on Friday or Thursday, Friday. These guys that are on the course right now have a major advantage because they're getting the back end of this nice weather. They get the morning. And the guys that teed off this morning that had nice rounds are going to get hit with that storm tomorrow. And it's supposed to be really ugly. So it's a, it's a little luck of the draw. I pick Shoffley anyway, and he's got a, he, he's potentially going to have to go out in that, that shit show tomorrow afternoon. So I still like his game. I think he can make a lot of pars and stay in the hunt. Yeah, yeah. He's been good there. Yeah. yeah. How about you, you got anybody, I'm, Wally? I'm, do, you, do you know any of these guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Uh, anyway, I've interviewed uh, quite a number of them. Uh, but I'm taking That's Corey awesome. Connors, the Canadian. Um because he's finished in the top 10, I think, in each of the last three Masters. He's coming off a win. I think you're right. I, yeah. Now, I just looked to see that he's even on the day, uh, which I didn't <laughs> he's pay got attention some, to. He's got some uh, work to do. Oh, he's only at eight. He's only at eight. So, okay. But he does have a lot of work to do since he's seven strokes back yeah. at the moment. So I'm stick, yeah. sticking with Corey Connors. I would like to see him do it. Um, as a guy that grew up watching Mike Weir in Canada, I'd like to see another Canadian lay claim to the and, Masters. Uh, 20 years after Rory, Rory did it. And Rory McIlroy off to his usual shitty start. I And I got suckered yep. into picking him again, Bobby. <laughs> I just stay yep. quiet. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, Every time. I guess you can't you can't call it a dark horse, but I always like Jordan Spieth, too, and he just birdied another one. So he's three under going into the back nine. So there you go. I'll, there I'll you see go. you guys Monday, and, I'll, <laughs> and uh, I, I will be right here watching this all weekend. I got, Me too. This is it. I'm not doing another thing. Get that yeah. plugged in. I, uh, yeah, no right. kidding. Uh, we'll now switch to tonight's game, which is in Florida. Of course, we like to talk about the Battle of the Kachuk brothers, although it doesn't seem like it's as much anymore. Even Brady admitted uh, because of the Canadian COVID year where they played nine times, it kind of lost a bit of that luster. But uh, tonight yeah. they're in Florida. Ottawa has struggled on the road, as we know of late. They're 
winless in four. Um, and Matt Kachuk is on a tear. Since January 1, he's got 60 points in 41 games. Uh, all right, Bobster, wow. uh, who are you picking? I'm taking Florida. Um, they're right there in that wild card one spot with the with the point differential. I just I, I think that obviously they've played well of late. Sens haven't been great on the home on the homes or on the road, excuse me. And they came in from Carolina, had a day. I don't know if they had a day off. They just had a day in South Florida. Um, at the end of the year, the end of the year road trips look a lot different when you're out of playoffs, <laughs> as Yorkie can tell you. Um, so I I think Florida really really wants to move into that in, into solidifying that spot i think they find a way to get it done tonight okay me am i up here wally you would be yeah i'm taking florida too uh in florida last change bark off it's it, this is going to be a good test for stutzler tonight because he's going to see a lot of bark off yep. they'll have last yep. change and he is a big tough not like overly physical, but he's a hard guy to play against. So I, I'm really going to be interested to watch Stutzler tonight. This is going to be a good, good matchup for him to see what he can do against one of the best two-way centers in the league. So with their lack of depth uh, down the middle right now, and look at the blue line. We said it last game. Amazing how well they did against Carolina, but I think it catches up to him tonight against a, a Florida team that really wants to get uh, into the playoffs. So I'm, I, I'm Florida as well. Okay, but if if you two are the Panthers, are you going? Eh, it's just Florida, or sorry, it's just Ottawa. Is it? Could it be a trap? Get, yeah. No, 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 no. Not I when you're it, not when you're sitting at eighty-seven points and you need the W. Not a chance. No, they're going to be ready to go. They will be ready to go right off the start of this game, and uh, they're going to come full force against Ottawa. It's they their margin for error. They can't afford to lose this game. No. All right. Not a chance. Well, uh, make it a three for three as I will take the Florida Panthers. I want to take Ottawa, but I don't like their options tonight. Um, and by the way, every time that Bobby picks the opposition and not the Sens, there are always comments in the chat that Bobby hates the Sens. <laughs> <laughs> so to save that, I, I wrote in the chat today, uh, Bobby still hates the Sens. <laughs> oh thanks man yeah thank you no what's wrong with playing the odds i'm 24 and 20 i made money this year <laughs> no. if you guys uh People, yeah. if you guys can back me up you know a lot of times i'm on the fence and i just have to pick the other team because the sends are just they're just beaten up they have no goaltending and they're young on d yep. i mean it's just it's just the reality like if i laugh i laugh i laugh when people get upset when the sends lose right now they're missing three of their top d they're missing both their goaltenders yes. they're missing josh like what do you think's gonna happen <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like i said you're in a fight with an arm with a, your one arm tied behind your back all right let's go let's go like it's it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing they're doing as well as they are with the roster they have it's amazing well it is. listen every time i watch them I think they should win based on their defensive system. <laughs> the system. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind the system. Uh, you you got you got so so you got you got Clevin in the lineup. How long's he? Like it takes you a while to get a system done. Here you go. You yeah. just came from college and you're in the lineup. A JVD. All yes. these guys. You got soccer. Like come on. Like. Yeah, it is what it's it is. A, it's a hard. Well, this is a this one tonight in particular is a tall, tall order against a team that is right on the cusp of clinching. It, it makes it tough. Uh, Jake Sanderson played thirty minutes, thirty thirty five or something that effect last game. How many minutes does Jake Sanderson play tonight, Yorkie? Well, that was a. I'll say over under over under at. Uh, 25 and a half i say is over 25 and a half over oh he's over for sure yeah, yeah. i would yeah. say over yeah. 28 you, you i was gonna say you have to set that at 28 to make me think twice but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say over set it's conservatively at 27 i still think you have you, you have to take the over yeah 
He's going over twenty seven. Yeah, I do. Oof. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder, yeah. I wonder what he's weighing. The I wonder what he's weighing these days. Like he's probably. Like, I, down. I hope he got an IV kid, and had a IV and a steak. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably down ten pounds. That's it. Get that guy some all gratin there at the W Hotel, <laughs> Palm Beach. And and, and, and the about this and Wally, you Wally, you tweeted this out. I think it was yesterday. The NHL threw out a tweet and had like ten guys listed for the Calder Trophy. Oh, I think it was. It was like 10. Insane. And Sander- Sanderson yep. wasn't even on the list. Might have been the Insane. dumbest tweet I've seen. Might have been the dumbest, uh, most uneducated tweet I've seen all season long about major awards. Like from the NHL. Like, come on. Who's ever but, doing their but social hold on, media? But, wait, wake up. Hey, but wait a sec. Hey, wait, wait, wait. It was done by uh, their betting partner, which I'm not. I can't remember if it's FanDuel. So those are the odds uh, that currently set. Um and it's okay. the same with Botano. Botano, Botano, basically they're almost identical. Where they have Jake Sanderson, I think he's tied with Shane Pinto for odds mm-hmm. to win. It's wild to me, and I understand that they're like if you make a bet for uh, Matty Beneers, it changes the odds and it makes it whatever. I get, I get all of that, but the fact, but the fact that Jake Sanderson is that low just boggles my mind. Owen Power, I think he's third or fourth i get it stewart stewart so, skinner as we said before i get it but the fact that jake sanderson isn't even a thought if you look quickly at the board blows my mind so these are yeah, the bets people have, these are the these are the bets people have put in so far on betting on the calder and based on the percentages with that particular company so basically but these are the odds makers okay. who have it set at what they think, who they think gotcha. is going to win. Like they're not picking the winner. That's who they basically, the odds on favorite are at the moment. If that makes here's sense. Here's a question. Here, here's a question for you. Um, being, being you were in the uh, professional writers association, right? How no. many times? I was a broadcaster, okay. so they wouldn't let me in. Oh, that's right. But you got the vote on coach of the year. Coach of the year, broadcasters nope. vote on coach. You didn't get a vote for that? So I was never allowed to vote on the awards. Let me just put it to I you. I got wow. the vote. I, vo- I vote for coach of the year. Hey, a um, uh, little br- breaking news here. Uh, Masters you news? You guys probably <laughs> aren't. No, no, no. Bruce Garriach. Wally, oh. Wally, Bruce, Bruce Garriach. Oh. Tweeted, if the Sens don't even dress veteran Cam Talbot as the backup tonight in Florida, and it looks like that will be the case. That's a pretty strong message. He was brought in to be a difference maker, and he simply hasn't been able to stay healthy or consistent. So they might not even put him on the bench. Well, but okay, that does that shock we you? That, we had that news to start the show off. That, that doesn't shock. Like, I think they give Cam Talbot the last game of the season as a respect no. thing, and that's the last time we see him. <sighs> I... Is you I, telling me Matt Sogard is going to start the last game, Yorkie? Come I don't know now. if we see Talbot again. If I'm Talbot and you put me in the rafters tonight, I'm going, hey, I'll ride this up out here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I, I don't. think. Yeah, maybe. Who's the last game of the season against? Do you know? Buffalo. Craig Anderson, perhaps his final game of the his career. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of with Bobby on this. I don't. I don't see him playing again this year. There's, there's a lot on the line this year. Like there was a lot on the line, and when and when it's one thing, I'll go back to my particular position again. The coaches actually played me in Boston, the last game of the year, but our expectations that year were a lot lower than the Ottawa Senators are. And I and I wasn't signed in Ottawa to be a guy that got them over the top. I was I was signed to be like the seventh, eighth D room guy so they let the room guy play the last game of the year but i i won't be surprised if talbot doesn't play i won't be surprised no i won't either i just feel like there's a respect thing to a veteran who you brought in who you rolled out the carpet for to not give him that last game what does it say to the veterans who are players who want to sign here is free maybe i'm over maybe i'm overreacting and reading into it Maybe he's hurt slightly, and we don't know. Possible, but does it not say yeah, that something, Bobby? I, 
it doesn't really say anything. I, it, to me, it says that this, the relationship's okay. gone sour since the contract extension didn't get done. The injuries piled up. The consistency wasn't there. I just don't, I don't know what the relationship is. You, I mean, you, I have no idea. Zero. Um, but if that is the case tonight, that's kind of the dagger in it, isn't it, Yorkie, as a player? When the coach says in his press conference after the game, it was nice to get some saves tonight. It gave us a chance to win. It, it tells you they're not happy with their goaltending. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I get read, it. Yeah. Read, come on, Wally. Yeah. You read between the lines here. You know what's going on. Yeah, I know, but it just seems like that's what you do regardless. There's nothing on the line in that last game. You let him play. There's lots on the line. I doubt it. Every, there's lots. There's like, nothing on the line. This team is being sold. <laughs> the guys, every single time. So, this, so the last game of the season is going to matter. What if you get blown? Hmm. What, what, what if what if you get blown out and embarrassed five six nothing? Like every game, you're being evaluated. Players, coaches, everybody. Like it's every single time you strap them up, you go behind the bench. You're being evaluated. So he'll be Trust ready me. to play. Listen, I uh, he'll 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 want to go out on a high note for a contract next year. I just for the record, I don't care if he plays again. In fact, I'm all to see Mad Sogard and Marilyn and play. But I'm just tr trying to see this from how you manage people. Way that's all. Yeah. Well, the well, Sens have always set the mark in that regard, haven't they? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was waiting for you. <laughs> hey, they treated me well. I can't complain. But at the same time, I've seen some things. Uh, so I, my guess is that we've seen the last of Cam Talbot. <laughs> wow. yeah, you know better right. than me. This will be interesting to is this a pro? Okay. I want to see this play out. They've got, after tonight, they've got three games home to Tampa, home to Carolina, on the road at Buffalo. Yeah. And, and, and really, you, you want to, you want to see what, like, leading down the stretch here. Yeah. They want to win, but you, you got hungry guys. Here's the other thing. Every time a young goalie goes into nets, he plays well. <laughs> like, each and every yeah. time you're waiting for whether it's Ferguson, Sogard, Mandelizzi. All these guys, every single time it happens, <laughs> they don't they don't let the coach down. They don't let the team down. They go in and they make saves. So I, I'd yeah. roll the dice again. I'd keep doing it. Why not? What do you got to All lose? Right. All right. Masters time. Uh, you don't. Okay. I, I just wanted to see if there was a a player management system for that. That's all. I don't care if he plays. Nah. I really don't. Oh, I mean, it <laughs> doesn't matter. Nah, not much. Uh, all right, boys, uh, we'll see you Monday. Uh, you'll all be excited for whatever that happens with the Masters. Um, Bobby, I expect Clark MacArthur to be on the show Monday. I just want to throw that out there. I'll, I'll try one more time. I'll try one more time, but I will not hear back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Everybody, uh, all stay right, safe guys. out there with the uh, weather that's been going on. I uh, will see you guys Monday. Thanks yeah. for watching, everybody. Uh, it's coming in hot. See Brought to you by Botano. Enjoy the weekend. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.